Well, I'm on the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Friday, August 13th, and we are thankful that you are with us for our Winning Side broadcast. And uh, it's hard to believe that another week is uh, going by, and here we are Friday, but we're looking forward to a great day on Sunday for church. And uh, thank you for joining us on 95.9 FM uh, for our Winning Side broadcast. Thank you those of you that are watching on Facebook and those that are listening by way of our podcast and our radio app. And uh, we have had such a great week. Uh, We just finished, literally I walked in here a few seconds ago, but we just finished our uh, staff orientation for Victory Christian Academy. And uh, we, Lord has blessed us with some great teachers, and we're so thankful for them. Hope you'll be in prayer for the start of our school year. It starts on Monday, and our school property is just a half mile away. And uh, we're looking forward to a great day, opening day on Monday. But I hope you pray for all of our teachers, uh, all of our students. Uh, pray for uh, God to give us a great school year. And we'll be honoring all of our teachers uh, from all of the schools. We'll be honoring them, not this Sunday, but next Sunday, August 22nd. And uh, I hope you'll be in prayer for them. Happy birthday today to Gabby Griffin. And happy birthday to Jenny Jones. I hope you have a great day today. And then tomorrow to Maurice Joyner. Uh, happy birthday to you. Hope you have a great day. I want you to hear this song. And, uh, you know, I have talked some to our teachers about this. I've talked to our staff about this. Uh, but uh, I hope with all of the negative news and all of the media and all that nonsense that goes on so much, I hope you never lose your love for your country. Uh, you know, our country is not perfect. We know that. There's problems and there's no, there's no leader that's perfect, by the way, either. Say, well, our president, this and that. Yeah, I know. And uh, every president we've ever had uh, has been a human. I understand that. Uh, and there's some you agree more with than with others. But I hope you always love your country and love the fact that this nation was founded upon the Word of God. And let's pray for our country. Let's pray that we could see our nation come back to God. I believe that's possible. And uh, I want you to hear this great song. Uh, I love this land. And what a beautiful country we live in. Uh, obviously the beauty of the scenery and the beauty of the mountains and all of that, but also I'm thankful for what this country has stood for throughout the years. I want you to hear this great song, and then we'll be in our Bible study, Proverbs 13. There's a man who lives beside me Who fought in World War II He proudly waves old glory from high upon his roof He starts out every morning Like it's Independence Day I see him at attention Salute the flag and say I love this land From sea to shining sea I love this land Home of the brave and free I love the liberty 
the justice and the truth on which we stand, one nation under God. I love this land. All across the country, big cities, little towns, while mama's getting ready, Dad pulls the car around They join the congregation As they sing amazing grace They're free to worship Jesus And they are free to pray of this land From sea to shining sea I love this land Home of the brave and free I love the liberty, the justice, and the truth on which we stand, one nation under God. I love this land. God bless America, land. I love children for freedom. I love this land from sea to shining sea. I love this land, home of the brave and free. I love the liberty, the justice, and the truth on which we stand, one nation under God. I love this land. One nation under God. I love this land. I love this land. Amen. Don't let the uh, news media, don't let them uh, cause you to think that this nation is just a bunch of uh, wicked, uh, greedy people that uh, hate everybody and hate God. No, no, no. This nation was founded upon the Word of God. One nation under God. And uh, I'm thankful that you can still see it on all of our coins and all of our currency. In God we trust. And uh, this nation was founded upon the Word of God. It was founded upon uh, godly principles. This nation was founded with religious freedom. And I'm thankful for that. And don't ever forget that. And thank God every day that you live in this country. And I believe there's still hope. And I believe that if God's people, if we would uh, confess our sins, humble ourselves and pray and turn from our wicked ways, I believe we could see God turn this nation around. I thank the Lord for the United States of America, the good old U.S. of A. Proverbs 13 in your Bibles, we saw this week about the importance of choosing our friends and, and those that influence you. Did you know there are people that can influence you that you've never met? but you watch them on the television, you listen to them on the radio, you read their blogs or you read their material. And that's why you got to choose that very carefully. You say, well, I only choose people that are Christians. Well, good. 
Uh, but be very careful also that you don't choose people that are always critical, uh, always negative, always uh, uh, always angry, always... No, choose people that have a, a, the right spirit and people that have the right uh, doctrine and people that love God, people that love uh, one another. And then we talked about not only our companions, but our children. And we have responsibility with our children to teach them and to train them in the way that they should go. And then we talked about yesterday, correction. Nobody likes being corrected, but we all need it. You know, if, if, you, if you know everything already and you never learn anything, uh, you're going to live a very miserable life if you don't allow others to help you and to guide you and to instruct you. And, and you ought to learn from the instruction of others, uh, but you ought to also learn from the example of others. You ought to see somebody that's been uh, down the, that road and they, they didn't do the right things and say, hey, I don't want to go down that path. I don't want to do that. I don't want to be a repeat of that situation. And so learn from people and, and be corrected. Receive the instruction and the correction from God. Number four, I want you to see in Proverbs 13 and verse number 13, the Bible says, uh, whoso despiseth the word of wisdom or the word of correction, whoso despiseth the word shall be destroyed, but he that feareth the commandment shall be rewarded. The important thing here I want you to see is our attitude towards the commandment, our attitude towards the word of God or the word of wisdom. It says you can either despise it or you can fear it. You can either hate it or you can love it. You can either reject it or you can receive it. That word feareth there it literally means to have a respect or a reverence for the Word of God. Well, I don't want to be guilty of despising or, or disdaining the Word of God. Uh, I want to have a reverence and a respect and realize that this book right here has the answers for my life. This book has the answers for every question that I'll ever face. And it's important that we not despise the Word, but that we receive it and we respect the Word of God. I want you to notice uh, number five in our uh, series here on Proverbs 13. We've seen our companions, our children. We've talked about correction. We've seen the commandment. But let's talk about number five. Let's talk about our conversation or our, our words. It says in verse number three, he that keepeth or, or guardeth his mouth keepeth his life. But he that openeth wide his lips shall have destruction. Boy, I tell you, if you and I could just get control of our mouth, we would save ourselves a whole lot of trouble. Uh, sometimes we open those mouth, our mouth wide and we speak and we say whatever comes to mind and then we realize, oh, wait a minute, I shouldn't have said that. That was not pleasing to the Lord. That was not helpful. That was not edifying. That was not helping anybody. Verse number five, the Bible says, a righteous man hateth lying. Now we're pretty good. We hate the lying that everybody else does. But many times we try to justify our own lying. We try to justify, we say, well, this is the way it happened. And in reality, that's not the way it happened. Well, well, you know, hey, we ought to have a hatred. We ought to have a disdain uh, for anything that is contrary uh, to the truth. The Bible says that lying lips are an abomination to God. God hates a lying tongue. Verse number 17, a wicked messenger falleth into mischief. Well, what's a wicked messenger? It's someone who delivers a message of wickedness or a message of deceit. That person falleth into mischief or, or they, they get themselves in trouble. 
but a faithful ambassador is health. Can I tell you, we have a responsibility to speak the truth. We have a message of truth that we must deliver. Uh, Our message, the Word of God, this is true. Let's stick with the message. Uh, And if you're going to speak, let's speak the truth. And if you're going to speak, let's speak words that are helpful and words that are encouraging. Notice quickly number six. We see in this chapter of the book of Proverbs, verse number 10, only by pride cometh contention, but with the well-advised is wisdom. I want you to notice that word in verse 10. It says, only by pride cometh contention. Did you know that means if there is contention, if there is strife, it can always be traced back to pride. Now, we don't want to admit that we're proud, but the truth is we all are proud. We all have pride in our life. And sometimes people will say, oh, no, no, I'm not proud. I'm the most humble person on the planet. Well, thank you very much. You just admitted your pride in that. And we all battle with pride. Can I tell you, the first case of contention that we find recorded in the Bible, yes, of course, the Garden of Eden, there was some pride there. But the first case goes all the way back to Lucifer. Lucifer in heaven. He said, I will be like the Most High. He said, I'm going to be exalted to the level where God is. He didn't want anybody telling him what to do. He thought he knew better than God, or he thought he should be on a level playing field with God. Well, friend, I got news for you. Uh, There is only one God, and there is nobody like him, and there is nobody that is on the level of God. He alone is supreme. He alone uh, is exalted. Uh, It is at the name of Jesus that every knee shall bow, and every tongue shall confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. There's only one God. Can I tell you, our pride many times gets in the way. We think that we know better than somebody, or we think we know better than a spouse, or we think we know better than a coworker, or we think we know better than a neighbor. And, and because of our pride, we see that contention builds up. Can I tell you, we've got to fight every single day. We've got to fight against pride. The Bible says in the book of James that God resisteth the proud, but God giveth grace unto the humble. I want to ask you today, how's your attitude? How's my attitude? Say, well, I'm going to live on the winning side. Good, I hope so. That's where I want to live. I want to have victory in Jesus. But victory will never come through pride. Victory will only come through humility. When we realize that we need God so desperately, when we realize we are nothing without God, and we can never have victory in ourselves. Uh, 1 Corinthians 15, But thanks be to God, which giveth us the victory through our Lord Jesus Christ. Isn't that amazing? That whole verse that talks about victory has nothing to do with us, but it has everything to do with God. It has everything to do with Jesus Christ who won the victory, who defeated death, he defeated hell, he defeated the grave, and if he could defeat those three, can I tell you, he can give you victory over anything and everything that you're facing today. I hope you'll have a great day, and I hope you'll read Proverbs 13 and allow these verses to help you and to encourage you as you walk with God. God bless you. Have a great day. Hope you have a great weekend. And we'll be back on Monday for another broadcast of The Winning Side. On the winning side. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett. 
pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a coworker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.